is good? <laughs> Welcome to Spirit Filled Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and life coach, and really, I am here to equip and empower you to fulfill that radical call and destiny that is on your life. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up that inner game so you can win in your outer game, let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Oh my goodness, or as I say, OMG, this week has been absolutely insane, but in some of the best ways. So I have a group, and we are called the Life Group, and we legitimately gather just to pour life into each other and do life with one another. It's the most radical, most awesome things that you could be a part of, and I think everyone should have one. Side note. However... We did some checking in with each other, and I don't come with a plan in mind, right? I just open for what God's going to do, and I found it really interesting because it really gave me the invitation to look at what I had been through or processing, even just when in the past week. And strangely enough, there was a lot that God was processing with me, and I wanted to share that here because I don't know about you, but when you are walking with the Lord He, through Holy Spirit, hits you with some real talk that you cannot deny. And until you respond to that real talk that hits your spirit, you are not in turmoil, but you literally cannot get it off your mind. It is just with you. Like, you have to take action to have some peace. (laughs) And it is real talk that you can't get from your girlfriend, you can't get from Bay, you can't get anywhere else. And it's designed to bring about transformation and to bring about these changes in your life that only God could bring forth. So really, really cool. One of them that I want to share, I'm going to share three. So one of them that I'm going to share with you, and you're going to want to take notes on today's podcast. So give it a re-listen, but let it hit your spirit. Just get comfortable, get some coffee, get some tea, get your water bottle, whatever you got to do, get it and just hang out for a second. So this first one I was really moved by this idea that we all have this list that we create, right? Whether it's just metaphorical, whether it's subconscious, we come up with this list, whether that's I'm going to be married by this age and this person's going to have all these characteristics, or I'm going to build this house from scratch by the time that I'm 35, or I'm going to have this awesome entrepreneurial venture that is wildly successful and brings X amount of dollars into my bank account, or I'm going to change lives by doing X, Y, or Z. And it's interesting because when we look at this list, whatever things are on there for you, the most interesting thing is what informed that list? Was it looking at Pinterest feeds <laughs> and saying, "Ooh, I like that. I'm going to add this to this board. Was it looking on all the social media profiles and comparing what other ha- other people have that you now are exposed to? Is it watching reality TV shows? Where is it coming from? Like what informed this list? And then the real question is, is God even in it? 
did you invite God into this list at all? Because if God is not in it, right? Unless the Lord builds the house, it will not stand. Real talk, okay? Here's the thing. The list also, if we're not careful, we can create idols out of every single thing that's on that list. We can get frustrated because we could say, well, God, you're not showing up. What the heck? This is a desire of my heart. I'm delighting in you. Why are you not giving me this thing? When really, was God ever behind that thing in the first place? Did you even invite God into it to inform its unfolding? (laughs) Did you? It's just a question, right? So we can really allow those things to become idols if we're not careful, okay? The other thing is, is we can get really frustrated because often I do this, so I'll call myself out, but I will attach timelines to things. I'm very visionary and I set goals and I've cultivated high achievement (laughs) into my lifestyle where I just get things done. Like action is not my problem. Discipline, self-control, these are things that I've used to help me perform and get results, which is great, but it's not great if you work yourself up and God was never a part of the process or if that was never part of God's plan for you because ultimately there won't be fulfillment in that. You'll just come up short in the degree that you feel empty, tired, overwhelmed, frustrated that it didn't have a certain outcome that you were anticipating or that it didn't bring more that you were expecting to you in some kind of a way. So my self-control has had to come in controlling my leaning on my own understanding or directing my path, which often leads to future tripping, (laughs) which is my point. We trip about the future. We get frustrated because things aren't happening according to our plan, our timing, our way but often they were never supposed to. So here's the thing. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's ways are not our ways. Real talk, okay? So this list to me and God revealing this to me is an invitation. It's a a metaphor, if you will. It's a visual. I'm a very visual person. But what does it look like for you? I'm inviting you to consider this. What does it look like for you to tear up the list, to tear up the list, to surrender the expectations, to let go of the way you thought it would be, to literally lay down at God's feet everything that you hoped, that you planned for, that you thought about, that you imagined in your mind, right? That maybe hasn't happened yet or that failed or that shifted and went down a path that you didn't anticipate. How can you tear up that list and say, not my will, but your will be done. Not my way, but your way. Lord, what is your plan for my relationships? What is your purpose for this business? I want to build with you. I want to co-create. I want to co-labor with you. I don't want to call the shots. I've seen that movie before right? So that's the first nugget is, is there something in your life right now in this time, in this season where we're given this divine opportunity, this divine timeout, if you will, to look at our lives differently, to look at how we're thinking about things, to look at how we've prioritized things, 
to look at where we've shown up, where we've not shown up, how we've shown up, <laughs> to, to really evaluate and become self-aware, not self-reflective, so no guilt, shame, condemnation, but self-aware. Where is God leading you to pivot? Where is God leading you to, to perceive something differently? right? So that's my invitation. My challenge with this first thing is surrender afresh to God. Be willing to tear up the list and watch how God does exceedingly abundantly beyond all you dare ask, think, or imagine. Real talk. Look at how he does that. Again, his thoughts are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways for a reason, for a reason and his plans for you are for good. He promises to give you a future and a hope, but he can't do that if you're going to call all the shots. So that's my first invitation, inviting you to explore what is on your list and if God was in any of those items and to tear it up and literally just surrender afresh to him and his purposes and plans for your life. Which leads me to number two, another revelation that just sat me on my butt. I was like, really though? (laughs) This one was intense. So I had this, I call it redemptive revelation come to me where this was the thought, God dreams. I believe that there's these secret petitions, these desires in our heart, these things that God plants in us. And a lot of times it's like a prophetic word and a prophetic word often is like a positive pregnancy test where there's this process attached to how it will unfold and you stewarding it and having faith fill the gap is what closes that gap in time before it manifests and you physically see it and experience it, okay? So you're being prepared. There's a process connected to these words that you're given. Now, Thinking about these God dreams, these secret petitions that are in my heart, that could be in your heart, these things that you have these desires, right, that that move you. And maybe you're afraid to, to entertain them because things have gone wrong before. But thinking about that, I personally was thinking about how as a young girl, I was trained to survive. I was trained to figure things out, to fill in the gap, to make things happen because it was necessary. It was survival. So... I've carried that young girl and her strategies into different life experiences, which has not been positive only because I don't need a fearful girl who needs to figure things out and carry all the false responsibility and the weight of all of this stuff that wasn't hers to carry. I actually need the fearless girl who knows who's in control, who will activate faith, who will trust and will make moves that are in agreement with the Holy Spirit. I need that girl to show up, right? So I was thinking about how easy it can be for me sometimes to visualize or imagine things not going well because I need to have plan B, C, D, E, F, right? Because I'm not ultimately trusting that God's plan is good enough. And I'm like, oh, again, that's one of those like things that hits you in your spirit. Holy Spirit conviction right there, like gut check, right? Real talk. Okay. So Here's the thing, thinking about that, again, I was encouraged because this is one of the biggest pivots that you could probably make in your entire life is choosing faith, right? And choosing to trust God and choosing to be led by God and choosing to believe what God says and to agree with that and and align your life with that versus the other way around where you build your life and you ask God to show up into it. So 
that was where this process was. I was like, man, why is it so easy for me to picture how this is not going to go well versus giving myself permission to dream it up with God and assign God's plan to it and see how beautiful that could unfold and actually get joyfully excited about it and anticipate his goodness, right? Like that needs to go, that old way of showing up, okay? So this is what I received was that God dreams are not built on your preferences. They're actually built on purpose. I'll say it again. God dreams are not built on your preferences. They're built on purpose. I need examples. So here's an example. When I was younger, the family that I was raised in, maybe that's not what I wanted, but the pain that I walked through, the trauma that I experienced somehow, that developed me for purpose. It was what I needed, okay? Now I could say that job where I'm not being treated well or I'm not being seen, I'm not activated in my gifts necessarily, I'm doing things that I feel like sometimes if I'm just in my human self are beneath me, right? Like we, we come up with these things in our head. Let's just be real, okay? So I am using this job as an example. So this job that you've been at, I've been in some, <laughs> you might not want to be there. If you're real, you might not want to be there, but it could be what your character needs to develop you for purpose and what you're here to do and what's next for you, okay? So this number two is an invitation to think about all of these preferences that we have. I prefer to be in a relationship where I'm given X, Y, or Z and this person does X, Y, and Z for me or, right? I prefer to be in a job where I feel X, Y, and Z and I'm treated like X, Y, or Z. I prefer to live in a place that is, right, we do this, okay? So the invitation here is to think about how is this positioning me, developing me, sharpening me, training me, preparing me for purpose, okay? Because God never said he was going to design my life based on my preferences because I'm not God. <laughs> and thank goodness for that, right? Because I've seen how I've made some decisions, okay? Now, he does allow things to happen to develop us for purpose, right? Had I not gone through several relationship traumas, I might not be able to speak from a place of breakthrough and authority that helps other people break through and feel like they're seen, they're valued, they're, they're heard, and that there is more for them. And it gives them hope. There's an anointing for me to speak into dysfunctional relationships. Had I not struggled with um, eating disorder issues and really struggled through addiction, but then experienced deliverance, like complete deliverance, I wouldn't be able to share that testimony of hope and deliverance with somebody else. So I have deliverance in these self-abusive thought patterns or habits that we have. And I've really now anointed to help people establish better habits in their life, right? Or had I not had my own struggle with identity, right? 
I wouldn't be an authority in understanding and stewarding my identity and helping people to do the same. So again, perspective shifts your experience of it, which is really important. So rather than being like, this isn't what I want, this isn't what this is supposed to look like, like what we do, okay? Like, let's just be real. That scary voice in your head, if you actually gave it a name, it would be interesting to say some of those things out loud. I'm just saying. So acknowledge that you do that. (laughs) And then think about how is this preparing me for purpose? God, where are you at in this? How are you moving in this? What do you want me to see here? How do you want me to adapt here and realign? Okay, so that's number two. And you can also view this as there's different things in our life and in different seasons that we need to purge. We literally need to get rid of because they're toxic for us. And if we don't get rid of them, we'll be in trouble. (laughs) It'll be unhealthy for us. And there's literally things then that we can prepare for. So if we've purged and created space, we then can prepare for what's next. But if we hang on to these stuff, these things that aren't healthy for us, it can really create a lot more dysfunction. I'm talking things like unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, resentment, shame, guilt, condemnation. Like these things are messy if we let them incubate in our soul. Like picture rotten fruit, okay? Nasty. And that's kind of what's happening inside of you in an interesting graphic way. You're welcome. All right, so that's number two. Think about things that are happening. Maybe if God is really developing you for purpose, maybe he's purging you of old mindsets and old attitudes and old beliefs that are not going to allow you to have the carrying capacity that's needed for that next level he's taking you to. Okay, so lean in, don't miss the season. And then how is he preparing you through whatever this thing is, job, relationship, whatever, season, how is he preparing you for what's next? Maybe there's been these things that he's been impressing upon your spirit for a while, like literally putting his finger on it and you have ignored it and it's time to actually address it, to stop running and to face it. Just some examples, okay? So you're welcome. Next, let's go into the last one. Number three is all about really going back to the drawing board with God and seeing whether you've received prophetic words from God, whether he's been leading and guiding you, but going back to the drawing board. And if you picture, you know, like your list or whatever it was, what does it look like, but this time with God? What does it look like to create with God, to dream with God, to do life with God, to prioritize my life around God? What does that look like? Because if we've patterned ourselves to not do that, it's really easy to continue that pattern. And when you think about facing the future, right now, there's an invitation to approach the future very differently than what we've done. There's things that we've gotten comfortable with, if we're honest, and we've settled in some kind of way. There's things that need to change, but we haven't actually put in the work to change them. There's new ways that we can approach the future But unless we really spend some time to reflect and catch a vision of what that looks like, we can't really show up for it, okay? So I invite you to picture how you want to face the future. Do you want to be a victim at this time and being like, oh my gosh, the world is in a horrible place and it's getting worse and I'm just going to wait and watch what happens, okay? Do you want to be like, I just need to be rescued. I just can't even show up. 
Okay. Do you want to try to make all these things happen out of nowhere and like really develop 30 years of your life in 30 days? Does that seem right? Or do you want to take some time to evaluate with God, go back to the drawing board and say, okay, given what's happening right now, given these things that you've spoken to me, what's next? Where is my assignment? Where am I called? Where do I need to develop to either be your hands and feet, to be more loving and look more like you, to surrender my grip to some things that I can't control, okay? So number three would be an invitation to go back to the drawing board with God and really assess what does that look like this time with God, okay? So the three invitations, I will just bring them back Number one is to tear up your list. Number two is to consider how has God actually got you on the potter's wheel right now? Or he's got you in, you know, the the camera, the film studio where he's developing the film. How is he developing you right now? And then number three is go back to the drawing board, but this time with God. What does he want you to purge maybe at this time or let go of? What does he want you to prepare for? Okay. And my encouragement, what I want to leave you with is you can come out of the fog. You can come out of fear, out of obligation, out of guilt. You can trust God. You can trust yourself and you can act accordingly. Okay, so hopefully that hit your spirit with some spirit-filled real talk on today. I would love to hear your feedback. Your comments are welcome. And if you could, give a girl some likes on this podcast. Give it a rating, that five-star down there. Mm, Okay, hit that up. Let me know that you appreciated this. And if there's more things that you want to see and hear, please, like I said, let me know in the comments. And if you want some help on the journey, if you need a champion to work through some things with you, I have a couple of different consulting options on the site. I have a self-mastery course that you can take a look at. There's ways that we can work together one-on-one. And there's also a lot of great work in establishing new habits and developing a lifestyle that is very much spirit-led. So if all of that interests you, you can take a look at julianapage.com. And until next time, guys, stay blessed.